Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Hello to everyone on YouTube, and hello to everyone over on the D-Lives. What is going on, my peeps? We got Captain Poppyton over there, it looks like. Um, have a good night or day, says Captain Poppyton. I, I don't know if that's from the other day or not. Captain Mr. Roy is over there. Boom, with the psychedelic frog. What's going on, bruv? We got Peter Shadon, Hyperin X13, Tommy, 70B, Tina. Both my Valkyries are here right now. Uh, Mr. Pete's here. Lost Soldier, 212. Lost Soldier. It's been too long, man. So glad to have you back on the channel. Mikey Woods, what's going on, bruv? Uh, what is going on? Who do we got here? Tom King is here. Super Anime Gamer says, hey, what is up, my dude? What is up, Super Anime Gamer? Hope you are doing just fine. Price is Right Reviews here as well. Razor Rex is here. Uh, Kamran Pasha, what is going on? He says, Salam from Hollywood. Salam to you, good sir. Blake Hemlow is here also. Jace Doe is here. Macho Man, Macho Man 701. Oh, yeah. Hartman says, Hi, Odin, my brother. How's it going? It's going just fine. How are you going? Uh, Bruce, what's going on? Bruce is in the chat. Got a couple of items that Bruce sent me to show uh, in a little bit. Alex Carthy says, Howdy, Odin. How's it going? Can't really hear all that well. Why spam is over for Texas versus LSU. So got English in one ear and native american in the other well damn son uh that sounds like a lot of fun <laughs> you know i don't do the college football so go team uh hypernex 13 says so mandalorian is gonna be political a eh? the godfather kind or identity politics kind it seems like identity politics kind and it seems that it's gonna try and make some references to 2016 based off of the interview uh with us uh oh my goodness i'm break i'm blanking out on the actor's name but he was actually an actor that was in uh was actually a really great role in Breaking Bad. Uh, let me see if I can find the article from Bounding in the Comics. That way I can get the dude's name. So we're going to Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, he is the one that said that there will be political messaging to it. And the thing that really sticks out to me the most, and so this is from his own words themselves, he says that, In a world that is lawless, with leaders who exhibit a kind of faulty power because they have ideas that they want to aggrandize themselves. Seems to be taking a shot seems to be a 2019 comment that is still rooted very much so in 2016 because people just can't really seem to get over it right now he then went on to say we are in that world right now that's why the show is so very particular at this time in our history yes it's entertainment but yes it's also enlightening in the way we are all struggling with that moral boundary and it's those lines in particular that seem to indicate that the show itself will not only just go woke, but also will go ahead and basically keep everyone from being able to enjoy it because everyone's going to be reading easily through the lines, if not just being thrown in their face that, oh yeah, this is an allegory for our current modern-day American politics, which most people, since most people watching the show probably won't be in the United States eventually, because I think it's starting off, uh, it's rolling out in the United States and a couple other areas uh, before it starts to expand to the rest of the world, talking about Disney+. Plus. Um, you know, I think that because of that reason, what you're going to end up seeing is a lot of people are going to turn out and tune out if it is indeed that bad. And again, I still think the show has a lot of potential. I think that the show has a lot more going for it than going against it. But I do will say that I think that there's at least now cause for concern, which is one of the things we're talking about tonight, of course, is that there's definitely concerns for The Mandalorian going political. And I think that most of us are just so sick and tired of it. It's in everything. It seriously has become a part of everything, and we are just sick and tired of it. We just want good, honest entertainment, and that's something that is just so damn rare in today's modern politic world. It's awful. 
Captain Peabody's over on D-Lab. Jade Roar, what's going on, bruv? Captain Peabody, thank you so much for the ice cream donation. I appreciate it, man. And he says, sort of sounds the same as any other time in history. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, too. If they keep it general and broad, then I think they'll be okay. But if they try to really ham it up, if they start to say certain lines and quotes, similar to, you know, for example, you know, Black Panther, at the end of Black Panther, there was a there was a speech that T'Challa gave at the very end where basically he went on to say, we don't want to build... Like, we don't want to build walls or we don't want to build borders. We want to build bridges, like something to that effect. And it was language being used that was very obviously going against a certain person and a certain country in the process. And that's one of the many reasons why I had issues with that movie. I mean, obviously, there's other things, too. The storyline, you know, just overall, the editing uh, and pacing of the film is not all there. The CGI is not very good. The end CGI is total crap, uh, which is why for me it's a B minus film. And some people don't even like that. I mean, I think that's a pretty fair grade. I mean, I could easily be like, you know, oh, yeah, I think it's an F, but I don't because I think there are some good things to it. Namely, Chadwick Boseman's Chachala because I think Chadwick Boseman is a boss actor. Um, and it's really sad that the film just wasn't as good as he was in it, right? <laughs> but yeah, if it's more general. If Mandalorian ends up being a little bit more general in its politics, similar to other Star Wars films, similar to a lot of other films in history, then it'll be fine. It'll survive. But if it has those subtle jabs in there that really aren't that subtle because they're using very pinpoint language to try and convey certain emotions and certain political ideologies, that's when I think it will end up pushing a lot of people away. Drake Tafoya says, Odin, what is going on? Good sir. Super Anime Gamer says, I'm good, thank you. Got my wisdom teeth out yesterday, so that sucked. But hey, I'm chilling in Asgard eating chicken tenders, so I'm happy right now. Well, you're lucky to be eating chicken tenders because I know a lot of people when they got the wisdom teeth taken out that they just couldn't eat anything. They, they were basically stuck to soup and to ice cream, and which are you know great items, by the way. I love eating those, especially when you don't feel very well. Uh, but yeah, I was one where I actually healed up pretty quickly. It seems like you are too. If you're already eating chicken tenders, you're probably on the right track. But I had a couple of friends where they had really bad reactions, and they were had they were homebound for days. <laughs> like me, I was I could have gone out that night and ended up just waiting a day, like just taking it easy for a night, and then I was out by the next night going out with friends and everything, and I was healed up within a week. To the point where I was able to eat almost normally. And some people don't, don't just don't have that reaction. Some people, it's just, nope, <laughs> you're done. Uh, Cabin Wingster says, just dropping in to say hello. Also forgot to mention Tuesday that you can use the time for the High Council to catch up on your EFAP content. <laughs> well, here's the thing. As I finished the one-man low council... But it's not that I go off and just start watching YouTube for hours on end, right? You know, I'm married, so I, I spend try and spend that time. You know, if there is time left uh, with the wife, we try and watch a show together sometimes. And if not, then we usually I'm getting ready for bed too because I teach and we get up early and I do daily mass as well before school. And so, yeah, uh, I don't really have time even then to watch anything. It's like I really wish that I had this plethora of time to dedicate to, to movies, TV shows, to YouTube, but... Sometimes in some days I just have finite time. I did I did get to see a movie today though, uh, because last night on uh, Friday Night Tights over on Nerdrotics channel, it was discovered that there's yet another movie that I've not seen, and this one was True Romance, and I had never seen it before. Saw it today. It's okay. I, I mean, I, I like the actors in it. I, I do like some of the dialogue. But overall, I just don't care about the main relationship, which is kind of supposed to be the driving force in the movie. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I don't think the actress in there, and I always forget her name, and that's just because to me she's so damn forgettable. <laughs> and I just don't like her because I think that she's been given way too much attention and way too much uh, props in this you know day and age. Uh, let me try and see if I can pull it up right now. 
Um, but anyway, it was a, it was directed by Tony Scott, uh, Tony Scott, co co written by Quentin Tarantino. Uh, so that I thought was that that was that kind of what you know got me in there. Hans Zimmer did the score. Did not sound like any other Hans Zimmer scores in there. But Patricia Arquette. Uh, looking that up right now. I, I'm not a fan of hers at all. Her character was so freaking annoying. Christian Slater is is fine in it, but I was actually more impressed with the supporting cast. James Gandolfini was great as always. Dennis Hopper was great. Uh, you had Val Kilmer in there in kind of an uncredited role because you never really saw him on screen, but he played Elvis in there because I could hear the voice and I thought, oh, that's definitely Val Kilmer. Gary Oldman, who had actually a minor part in the movie, Oddly enough, Brad Pitt, also minor role in the film, and Christopher Walken, who, of course, as we all know, was a complete badass. But yeah, I'm just, I'm not a fan of the overall story uh, because the main focal point is on those two, right? Is on Patricia Arquette, Christian Slater, and I just didn't buy their romance overall. It's called True True Romance, and I didn't buy any of it. So, so much for being true. We got a donation, though. Thank you very much. The Price is Right review for the $5 Super Chat says, Hey, my man, long time no chat, bro. You got Mandalorian concerns. I got cheeseburger concerns now. SJWs want to ban cheeseburgers for global warming. Yes, 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 they do. And it's really scary because if you're going to take away my cheeseburger, I'm going to put up arms, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw up. Not like, you know, throw up, you know, vomit, but I'm going to I'm going to throw up, you know, I'm going to put arms up because you don't take away my cheeseburgers. Now, I will say this much. I've had these impossible soy based burgers before and they're not terrible, but they're really bad for you, too. Like they're not any better than anything else. So basically, the only reason to have it is to have it taste just like a burger but just don't have the meats because of, you know, oh, my gosh, no cow farts. And oh, no, it's bad. Again, do I think that we can do better? Sure. Do I think that it should be forced on anybody? Hell to the no. If you're going to force anybody to do something, you're, you're ridiculous. Nostalgia Network, what's going on, dude? Says, I just got done watching Alita Battle Angel again. Do you think it'll get a sequel? I do. Um, where, where and how it comes about is the giant question mark. Is it going to get a theatrical release? That I honestly don't know. Is it getting a sequel of some kind? I really do believe so. But it could be in a series, right? It could be in a straight-to-the-Disney-plus streaming service network, which I don't want to see. But that very well could be what actually happens. And it's one of those things where I, I, I want it to get a sequel. I want the story to continue. But at the same time, I don't want it to be given something that it doesn't deserve. And I don't want it to be given something where it's not going to be able to continue the story in the same way. You know, you, that, That's a movie that should be seen on the big screen. Those are effects that should get a decent-sized budget, right? And I have a fear that it's not going to get the budget that it so really deserves. Uh, but based on early sales from Blu-rays and you know everything like that, even though they might not be as high as some of the others, it's still making profit now in home release. And I know that a lot of these stores have not been able to keep up with demand either. So I'm really interested to find out what worldwide sales are going to look like for that movie when it comes to home release. Because I know it's selling well here. I know it's selling probably even better overseas. And I think that because of that reason, we'll probably end up seeing that film make enough money because it needs to make around $30 million or so in its post-release in order to uh, make back its money. Alex McCarthy says, I like Giancarlo in Revolution. What a neat show. Yeah, never saw Revolution. But yeah, Giancarlo Esposito is a fantastic actor. I really do enjoy him a lot. Tom King, thank you very much for the $5 super chat. Super chat. Says, Hail Odin. If Disney just confirmed a ruined Johnson trilogy after all the backlash, how do we trust the Mandalorian or anything else they do? That's a great point, Tom King. Why should we trust anything that they do if they are still going to be backing someone like Ryan Johnson and still going to be producing films just like The Last Jedi. I think that that automatically should make us question every decision they make, most especially when it comes to Star Wars content. That being said, 
when you have names like John Favreau, when you have names like Dave Filoni, when you have Mandalorian, uh, Clone Wars Season 7, you do have people and content that many people are drawn to. And many people, uh, really, it's what kept, it's what's kept alive the love of Star Wars for a lot of people. I know that Jeremy was talking about this the other day on our stream about how Jedi Bunny, who he's had on the channel, 